vanity, vanity, vanities. We should pray. We should pray. Hey, I'm Amanda Vernon. And I'm Father Matt Face. And welcome to We Should Pray. The podcast where we discuss how prayer transforms tragedy into comedy. So congratulations on having a podcast. Yeah. Well, thank you. Likewise. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, we're going to introduce Absolutely. our new show. And Here it is off the bat. And explain what we're doing mm -hmm. with the podcast and why. Love it. Yeah. So what are, what, what are we doing? Yeah. We're discussing how prayer can transform tragedy into comedy. And the way in which we're discussing it in my house, welcome welcome to my house is the backdrop. And I'd like to introduce my husband, David, as well, who's here Hello. as our executive producer. He's always my manager in ministry and in my music career anyway. And so... Father Matt, being one of our dearest friends, and Godfather Father Matt, to one of our daughters. It's really awesome to be able to record this, like, right here at 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 our home. Yeah, and then thankful, for your thankful to be a part of it. Yeah, this as is, well. It's been uh, really beautiful the way all of this has uh, unfolded, the way the Lord's led us in this. So, yeah, very thankful. And could you speak to your community being just like around the corner? Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, as a member of the Congregation of Holy Cross, um, first I have you know permission to be doing um, extra ministry outside of what uh, what I'm assigned to. Um, extra ministry in general, or like well, specifically? this specifically, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty exciting. Um, and since since you're down here, and there's a Holy Cross parish down here, being Arizona, down here being Arizona, down there's a Holy Cross parish um, ten minutes away. I'm able to stay with my brothers at the parish there. Um, they're able to host me and put up with me and. Uh, poke fun at me so it uh, works out pretty well yeah. yeah awesome i thought i'd share a little bit about why the the what and the why for me in ministry and how that relates to this podcast excellent and then maybe you could do the same i think i probably could yeah sweet so for me I, like i grew up as the eldest of seven children in a very vibrant and uh very religious catholic family we prayed for two specific prayer requests every day. As I recall growing up, we prayed for an end to abortion and an end to racism. And so as, as we would sort of say these prayer requests as sort of a litany as we're praying for, you know, people who we know, our friends and family. And I just remember my, like my little sister, Leah, she's the youngest. I'm 17 years older than she is. I remember her little voice from into abortion and into racism. Like, I don't know if she even knows, like knew what those words meant, you know, but, but we grew up saying yeah. those words and then kind of learning what, what it meant to us as mm -hmm. individuals. And so I remember when I turned 18 thinking like, I'm an adult now. I could do something about these prayers. Like I could take action and help be part of the the answer. So when it came to an end to abortion, I remember I started volunteering at a local pregnancy resource center in Grand Rapids, Michigan, where I, where I grew up, where we all grew up. I mean, Rockford, but sorry yeah, I mean, that I say it like that. Same Suburbs. Thing. Yeah. Country boy. Okay. <clears throat> Back to you all. So I... I was at this pregnancy resource center, just like helping out as a sort of the greeter secretary. And then I, re I remember it, it, 
it became very clear to me at 18 years old that the problem of abortion does not start with these young women who are pregnant Mm -hmm. and not knowing like where to turn. Like that's not where it begins. And I remember just feeling convicted, like the, the problem, the source of the pain is, is in the relationship between man and woman. Mm-hmm. And it's not only on the shoulders of, of, of women to deal with. And so I, I felt really convicted that if I was going to help, it needed to be around that relationship of man and woman. And so over the years, as I, as I grew in my music career, I looked for ways to sort of speak into that, um, to that relationship and into the pain that's there between men and women. And I felt like it's, it wasn't my call to like lecture people or to kind of, I don't know, um, like point out where we're going wrong as a society, but as an artist rather to, to speak to the beauty mm-hmm. that of, of our call as men and women, mm-hmm. of our call to communion in the church, to, to supporting one another, respecting one another, and to do it in a way that's, um, when I say artistic, I guess I mean like show, don't tell. Um, and so it, like when it came to fighting racism, it was something similar for me. I wasn't going to be out there like this, this is the problem with the world and why everyone is racist. Um, but like growing up with my dad's black, my mom's Swedish and Italian. I mean, they're both Americans, but like we, we talked about sort of racial tensions every day, like specifically talked about it growing up. And so I'm very like aware of that in our in our culture, but I really felt again, like my calling was to be fully my myself and like to, to share from my own culture. So like when I go to sing at Catholic churches around the country, somebody told me, he's like, Oh yeah, you sing black. He like, maybe, maybe I'm like racially ambiguous when I walk in the room, but when I start singing, it's like, okay, yeah. Because I grew up with gospel music and I let that show, I let it, I let it um, come forth in my music, even though I could tailor my style to the various, you know, communities that I, that I visit. I, I, I would rather allow it to stand out. And I, and I feel like just that, that witness of being myself and, and usually the minority in Catholic parishes around the United States, that, that in and of itself is, is breaking down barriers mm-hmm. and, and helping others to maybe see the face of Christ, um, in a different, uh, skin tone <laughs> than, than yeah. before or in a different culture than they have before. Um, and so bringing it back around to our podcast, I hope that when it comes to, the relationship of man and woman, and even like, you know, interracial issues. Wow, we're covering so much. Oh, man. Um, that we can just be a witness and yeah. like share our joy, share the love that we all have in Christ for each other, and that that can speak to people and that that can b- bring some some light uh, and levity, hopefully, to to the pain that we know is there mm-hmm. um, for many of us that we've experienced ourselves and that we see Absolutely. in our culture as well. That's pretty awesome. Thanks. So how about you? Why are you here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, why am I here? Uh, Besides for David's amazing home cooking. Well, that definitely <laughs> helps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, in fact, I think we've got some of that coming up after this taping. But, uh, <laughs> um, 
I mean, why am I here? In in the end, it's um, divine providence, mm-hmm. right? That that um, I really deeply feel that the way the Lord has been leading me in my own ministry as a priest, um, as a religious, has um, included a lot of uh, this work with you, right? This this particular stuff that that you and I are able to do, the way we can give talks, the book we wrote. Um, in this podcast as, as something that, um, the Lord has continued to lead me into and lead me through in ways that, um, that I never would have expected and never would have anticipated, um, or planned or (laughs) or been able to execute uh, any of those things. Um, and I, I keep, I mean, we, we laugh about this all the time, but, um, why am I here? Because you duped me, Lord, and I let myself be duped, mm. um, which is a great line from uh, from Jeremiah, and one I feel constantly in this. Um, but that sense of like, uh, you know, I, I thought the Lord was leading somewhere, and then all of a sudden these doors open in a specific place and an opportunity, and it's a it's so clear that than you thought. <laughs> yeah, like this is what all of that preparation was for, oh. even though I thought it was about something else. Um, mm-hmm. So being able to. Be staying open to uh, the guidance of the spirit mm-hmm. uh, through all of this is is why I'm here, I suppose. Yeah, I think spe- specifically this podcast format as well, because even though you discerned doing ministry with me mm-hmm. and you discerned mm-hmm. that you know, within your community and with their permission, yeah. we thought it would look like a lot different. Yeah, <laughs> like going out to groups of people and talking to them. Yeah, which we're doing, but yeah through this format rather than like at a pulpit yeah exactly in a in a church yeah and yet maybe we'll end up reaching people who we wouldn't have seen in person or talked to That's the, the other way so as we bring our introduction to a close i just really want to thank david again for all of his help we we tried actually recording this just on our own, the two of us, mm-hmm. like David gave us instructions of how to do it. And it, there was, it, um, didn't work. No, it was yeah. terrible. So yeah. connect this thing to that thing, <laughs> that thing. I'm like, but they, but they don't connect. <laughs> <laughs> and then didn't you guys have uh, an issue where you were recording, but there were, <laughs> there were cars driving by and then there was something in the yeah. walls tell us what was in the walls yeah so we, we this were is, this sounds like we're making this up. it does it, we, we tried to like soundproof an office as best we could at the parish yeah so there, there's an office that we could use and um and I, I we did i think the best that we could with with the things we had at hand but um but the cars i never noticed how loud yeah, the cars this is, were this is at your home parish yeah in my office where you work indiana cars are louder <laughs> man <laughs> So I, I didn't realize yeah, how loud they were. It's pretty quiet. It's like a side street. And then we're recording and you can just hear them in the headphones, like, in the oh, mic. Oh, awesome. And Motorcycles. I'll tell you, every time I'm in my office now, the cars seem a lot louder. <laughs> but in the wall was a sound, like mm. maybe like a chipmunk or a... I, I still, you, do you guys have cockroaches? I, I still can't. I still was not able to figure out if it was a, like a metallic mechanic like sound. tapping. Or if it was a... And we could hear it like in a bug. the recording. Clicking. And it would get louder as we tried to talk. Mm-hmm. And we'd stop. And it would and go it would away. Stop. Yeah. So I think when you talk about providence, like I, 
maybe it's God's will for us to be here now and you wouldn't have flown across the country yeah. to come record this had it not been for the critter or whatever it was, whatever was. Yeah. or the hallucinating that we experienced. Could have been that. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy the ensuing episodes of We Should Pray.